All right, welcome to Time for 13 in 13. We are here tonight to talk about arachnids in the UK. Uh, with me, as always, is Rob. Hello. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, um, this is a, a shortened version of our normal podcast that we are going to talk about the latest episode of Doctor Who uh, in 13 minutes and 13 minutes only. Uh, we uh, have a hard time hitting that, but we're going to get pretty darn close. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so let's uh, let's start. So what's the, uh, we start with the rundown. We're going to start with the alternate titles. Okay, so number one, I've got four options, but these okay. are really good to do that. Uh, number one, the toxic arachnid. Oh, wow, that's good. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, that was that, that seemed easy. Um, I also liked Ms. Smith's seventh grade biology class. Oh, uh, all right. There's a little educational component. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also maybe thought it might just be good to call it, look up! <laughs> <laughs> you think at that point. Seriously, everybody, look up. But I ended up going with, with all apologies to our to our uh, our favorite neighborhood uh, superhero and the Overlook Hotel, mm-hmm. the webbing. Oh, the webbing! Because that really—that's pretty good. That's pretty much. That's pretty much. That's in a nutshell, you know. Yeah. So uh, before we before we dig heavily into the episode, I uh, I, I had a chance to uh, read an article that they published uh, with the designer of the new TARDIS. So we actually had some pretty interesting stuff to talk there. I won't, I won't, you can find it online. There's a lot of stuff to go into about uh, about the fact that they used like they wanted to have gears and that sort of that she's a builder. But one of the things I thought was really interesting about it was they talked about the console because they they really with with the entire design of the TARDIS they went back to square one and they said like what let's start with an entirely clean slate like what do we want and one of the things that Jody specifically asked for was I want a console. Like I want a thing that I can hold on to and I can touch and I can manipulate. Like I really want that physical thing. And so when they designed it, they decided and rather than going, they went away from sort of what we saw with, with the Matt Smith one and, and especially in the Capaldi one, where it's very computery. Like they decided to go on this whole idea that she's a maker, she's a builder, and it's all um, valves and handles and pneumatics and like that. Stuff. Like so, if you look at, it, there's no keyboard anymore. Right. Like it's all very, uh, I guess, kinesthetic. Like it's very physical. It's very uh, everything is very tactile and very. It, it's pipes and 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 switches and things. Not so much like a. Uh, it's not supposed to resemble any type of future computer. Well, even the little bits of the of the displays we've seen, they're like organic, truly organic LED displays that don't really. They're not a box. They're right. more shapey and and you know more or less like a diagnostic display rather than a, a, a virtual one. Yeah, and so the, for the one unique touch that they, they talked about having a, a, a biscuit dispenser for us, would be, it would be cookie. Um, but and they and they found out what her favorite, what uh, Jody's favorite cookie was, and then made it so that the <laughs> the console would dispense her favorite cookie. And I will admit, just as their little fun affectation. So those are custard creams, and uh-huh. I immediately then went to Amazon and ordered a package of them. <laughs> just for me, authenticity. Let me explain. Um, they taste like old golden Oreos. <laughs> Okay. Literally, okay. no joke. That's literally pretty much what they. Cool. Take. All right. Hmm. That might have All been. Right. A I'll have to try that. Over the pond, I don't know, but anyway. All right, but I've been self-indulgent enough. Where <laughs> we need to stick to our. our oh, yeah, here we go. So let's okay. let's get into the episode. So, um, plot plot summary. Here we yes. go. Hit me. The doctor finally gets her friends back to Sheffield, fails at small talk, and finds that overgrown mutant spiders have begun to overtake the UK as a result of American hotel magnets cutting corners in the toxic waste disposal business, ending with Stormzy's know me from saving the day, the evil American leaving unscathed, and our newly christened TARDIS team beginning their official travels. 
Oh, yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, it's That's true. It. <laughs> yeah, and it was It was nice. I feel like um, we learned a lot of stuff. Like, uh, overall, as, as we've seen before, this is the weakest that we've seen so far. Yes. But it wasn't by any means a bad episode. Um, it, it was just, it was it almost like... Um, it was a it was a deck chairs episode. It was just like we're we're just moving some things around before we get to further down the line. Okay, it was so, a, so an interesting program, you know, before we get like characters and doctors. Stuff. Yeah. So okay, so I'm watching it, and you and I are watching it pretty much the same way on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So no commercial interruptions. Right. I'm watching the episode the first time I watched it, and there came a point where I went, "Wow, you know, I wonder, I wonder how much time is left because you know, I don't know. I, I'm assuming this is running slow in my head, but I didn't know. I hit pause on the remote." And there were 11 minutes left in the episode. <laughs> and I got to say this, it moves as much as you think, well, there's not really much of this episode because it's constantly, I mean, this is, I guess, and it depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. One of the advantages of having three companions now, mm-hmm. in these episodes where they split up, you got to keep shifting the scene to find out what's going on with everybody. Yeah. Very true. And then when you added now this one, we added like two more or three more people to come along with them. Exactly. And we have different pairings of people that in different places. So no, I mean, I, I got to say, even for when you might think this is this is one of those slower burn episodes. Wow. it No, it moved fast. Um, one of the things, okay, so a little bit of character development. Mm-hmm. I thought that Graham, his moments with, and it's, and I don't, it's not meant to be, you know, a ghost of grace. But just these moments of where he's lived with somebody with for so long, mm-hmm. got this little residual memories, and I thought those were just phenomenal moments. We definitely get a lot, a much bigger insight into Yaz. Oh yes, I was going to say that this was a huge episode for Yaz, and we get to find out like why she has sort of been the third of three, because like that's how she's lived her life. Like she's been shouted down, exactly. and <laughs> her entire life, you get to see these these three very strong personalities in her house, and how she has become just like the sort of quietly has to take it from all three of them. <laughs> no, exactly. She's the middle child without a middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's really. I mean, no, it, it's very interesting. Um, Ryan. Okay. So I will say this, not, I mean, like you get a little bit of a tease, just that little bit of his letter from his dad and Mm -hmm. things. He's got the greatest though vernacular slang. Yeah. He is the most British. (laughs) I like some of the stuff like we've even had to turn the subtitles on. Nice thing about watching on the Apple TV is you can say, what did he say? And it jumps back, turns the subtitles on and see it. And a lot of times I read it and go, Oh yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that's no, that's the phrase. That's that's what the kids in the UK apparently are saying. That's right. Okay. Um, and also, I found it really fun. So we got to talk about uh, our uh, Chris Noth. Uh, yeah, Robertson. Yes. So interesting thing I found out about this. You know, you read some of the stuff online. I think some people got way too wrapped up in the idea that this was just a Trump caricature. Yeah. I think it's way. I think, and this is one of the big things. My favorite part of this episode. It's really not a Trump caricature. Caricature. No. It's what happens next. Hmm, okay. The idea that if this is the way politics continues to go, well, this is what people are going to think that is what they need to be like. Yeah. And so- and I, I thought it was good that they, what we in the writing world call, uh, hang a lantern on it, exactly. is that they didn't they didn't try and have him be like he was Trump. Like he is a, an antecedent Trump. Like he he, knows, he does not like him. I mean, like they, they acknowledge the elephant in the room. Like they, they have it be that he, that this is the modern world. It is what's going on. So he was a, another guy 
similar but not identical in the same universe. No, I think yeah. that was really important. Now they did get a little weird with you know his he's a clean freak. He's washing his hands. Yeah, he's a little- I thought for, that's when I thought there was going to turn out that he was actually like a, a an alien that he has to every he has to moisturize. Yeah, I, <laughs> moisturize thought, I thought that was interesting, and and I could see where some people are confusing it. Like, oh well, are you trying to make are you are you trying to make a caricature or not? It it was a little wibbly wobbly, and I and I didn't necessarily care for that. But I thought Chris, not I mean, he he chewed up the scenes when he. Oh yeah, yeah. He as an, as an uh, uh, overbearing uh, a hole American. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> nailed it. He was awesome <laughs> with the gun stuff too. I mean, like I didn't I didn't feel like uh, preached to. Like, hey, you're an Englishman. What are you doing talking about my? Nobody punches my brother but me. I was like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, valid point. You yeah, could, like I know <laughs> we know people like that. You could say he was a, a Mister Too Big. <laughs> but um, bump. You know, let that just fly over anyone's head. Fly over. There we go. Um, I tell you though, the the one thing is, as watching it with uh, with my wife, she was livid about the fact that he just walks away scot free. Now, now don't now don't you think that's not the end of him? I do. I, I expect oh, really? that they'll they're going to bring him back for, oh, for something. Yeah, that there'll be a there'll be a final uh, another appearance or a comeuppance or something further down the line. Yeah, he's not. He's not done. That's that. No. There's more. There's more. That character is not finished. Um. So the do- okay, so doctors, the doctor stuff. So uh, we did find out uh, a sister and sisters. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, that was like wait, and you can't just throw that out there. Like, <laughs> I know, there's-, there's a lot of those things where she's just casually, just like casually mentioning these huge changes to the the established lore. So they're like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, there's no way that's not a throwaway. That's that's an intentional plant of a future point. Like, I would have to think, yeah. yeah. Um, I did love though. I'll tell you though. I think it, you know if you're still adjusting to Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, uh-huh. she's got. She's just. She's embodying some of the best parts that you love about the Doctor. The the, the whole little joke about small talk and that she's bad at it. Yeah, they're yeah. bad at it. They all. And you know, <laughs> at least she realizes it. I think that's that self awareness of it is yeah. really well done. Um, and I love her little moments like uh, the whole interaction with with Yaz and the, you know, when, when, when Yaz's mom is like, so are you dating? And the, and the whole reaction to that is great. Um, you can't be president if you fired Yaz's mom, like uh-huh. you know, just already, the, <laughs> it's good stuff. I mean, and that did, that one didn't even make the, the quotes of the episode phrase of the episode. Like, you know, I just thought it was really nice there now little stuff I'll go into like, okay, mm-hmm. we're still getting the idea. Wow. The doctor's definitely anti-gun. We get it. Yes. You're oh yes. Clear. Um, but you're still getting the idea that the doctor really knows that um, it's, they, the doctor doesn't want to be alone, mm-hmm. and and that's still obviously a, that's been a that's been a thread throughout the entire show. So and she's very clear about it, though. That's yeah. that's the thing that's different about her is, is a lot of times she's not hiding all these things like the the doctors Absolutely. have in the past have done. I, and I think it's uh, refreshing. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And so I, we're getting into. You want to do a phrase the episode? I want to get into um, uh, the end. Okay, so um, wibbly wobbly new time vortex, amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought about that. It actually reminded me a bit of Bill and Ted. Absolutely. Fantastically done. And again, in great shots, cinematography, amazing transitions, the music, all of it great. Yeah. Crazy the episode. You really like junk, collecting it like stamps. <laughs> yeah. Two, I eat danger for breakfast. No, I, I don't. I prefer cereal. <laughs> yeah, I like, think it was like, like, oh, somebody on the Doctor Who wiki is like, oh, cereal. <laughs> right. Um, dude, I have all the authorization I ever need. I call people dude now. <laughs> not that too. She said it, and I was like, "She's calling people dude now." And then she immediately went, really? "I call people dude now." Um, now this is not a doctor one. Do you have any idea how annoying it is when my husband's right? Excellent line, but my favorite <laughs> yeah. line. Oh, um, I know what it is. What are we gonna do? Spot it into submission? 
Oh, see, I thought you were going to do who's in charge. Oh, no. Well, no, that was in the trailers a lot. Yeah, I know. But, but it's no, still but, a great line. But okay, but it, it is. No, it totally is. But the spot into submission. I love that. <laughs> I did. That was good, too. Um, okay, so like, I want to talk about a, 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 a huge thing that I, I, I in my limited but still uh you know um expansive doctor who lore i don't remember this ever happening in a doctor who episode and it, it put the it gave me chills it was it was so good i i know like that's what i was saying that, that i knew this episode was going to be good because this is would be the moment that one or all three of one or two or three of them would choose to go like there, it was before. It was like they had the adventure, and then like they were lost in space, and then like the, the TARDIS took them back in time, and like and now it's like okay, now they're free to leave. Oh, right. and this would be the moment when they would come back. And so, you know, the Doctor does want them to go, but she's not going to say anything to. It. And in their own way, all three of them come to the realization that what they need right now is to get the hell out of town. Like you know, they for for various different reasons. Um, Graham articulating it best of all. You know, Pisces talking about his grief and like I, I have I have to work through this. I have grief. I need, but I need uh, I want to do it out there. You know, like I don't don't make me go back here. I'm not ready for this now. Take me away. And that was it was a beautiful speech. But that's not it, that was great. And that's and and yeah, it has a nice thing about her too. Like give me away from my crazy ass family. Right. Exactly. Um, but it was the moment that the doctor says. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, that good, yeah. Was, I was like, I was like, oh, what? Like she says, look, you're not going to come back the same people. Like, you know, she lays it out. Like yep. stuff's going to change. It's dangerous and you're going to change and things are going to happen. Like, are you prepared? I was like, oh, whoa, this is a very different doctor. Very different. Very, yeah, much more honest and much more looking out, looking, looking ahead of the game instead of just going, going for the hit of what they yeah. need right now to have somebody with them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was, I had never seen it before. And I thought that was, that was uh, amazing. Oh, I think that's, oh, that's excellent. I'm glad you, I'm glad you had that one. Um, oh, our time's running out. There we go. So the, the favorite theme of this is, I think this episode sums it up is what will you become? Whether it's yes. loss, whether it's, you know, the, what's going on in the world with politics or responsibilities or relationships, are you going to move forward or are you going to go backward? And that, and I think overall, that was the theme of the episode. So I love it. It's great. Yeah. So I would say we in our in our in our, in our uh, classification system uh, uh, from uh, from one to five, uh, we put this probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, so a three, which of course is personally, I think that's a hell of a bird. Ah, a like solid, it. solid episode. Solid. Uh, so not not the, not the best so far, but still certainly not a terrible one, too. Yeah. I mean, I also like the fact that they weren't spiders from space because we've seen spiders from space before in Doctor Who, and it did, was not particularly. <laughs> Yeah, memorable or, or something to be proud of if you uh, want to see what i'm talking about you can watch the honest trailer they just put out of classic doctor who they they play a little scene from the council of spiders and yeah <laughs> but um like i say but i'll give props to the cg department man for a bbc oh, show cg whoo man those guys put in a lot of work looking really good yeah some good looking spiders yes so all right, so that was our, our talk about uh, arachnids in the UK. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, next week with our next episode. Bye.